fighting soldiers from the sky. Fearless men who jump and die. Men who mean just what they say. The brave men of the Green Beret. Silver wings upon their chest. These are men, America's best. One hundred men will test today, but only three win the Green Beret. Trained to live off nature's land, trained in combat hand to hand. Men who fight. Night and day, courage take from the green beret. Silver wings upon their chest. These are men, America's best. One hundred men will test today, but only three. Win the green beret. Back at home, a young wife waits. Her green beret has met his fate. He has died for those oppressed, leaving her this last request. But silver wings. My son's chest. Make him one of America's best. He'll be a man. They'll test one day. Seventh day of October. Let's talk about the prepper tip today a little bit. Uh, winter will be here soon in my neighborhood. It's going to be, uh, we had a high of 80 degrees or so today, but in a couple of days, overnight lows are going to be in the 20s. Begin with, with your feet. You need good quality footgear to deal with weather, with winter weather. If snow is an issue, waterproof boots, obviously insulated waterproof boots. I talk about merino wool socks a lot. I have for a number of years. Um, the fibers of merino wool are longer than other wools. For almost everybody, they don't itch or scratch. And there's there's not only merino wool socks, there's merino wool underwear as well uh, that will keep you warm and comfortable all winter long. Uh, the merino wool socks I wear, by the way, all year long. It could be 110 degrees or 10 below zero. I wear my merino wool socks. They keep my feet nice and comfortable. Uh, trousers and, and shirts and, and coats and gloves. First of all, don't do your shopping for these items at a sporting goods store, uh, a place like REI, for example. Um, you want to do your, your shopping for this kind of equipment the same place that the ranchers, farmers, car, uh, construction workers, where they do their shopping to get high-quality outdoor clothing that will last and hold up during um, 
manual labor outdoors. What's sold in sporting goods stores is meant for uh, recreational sporting, where you're camping, skiing, um, hunting, fishing, things of, the, of that nature. And typically, they won't stand up for um, manual labor outdoors. Hat, your you know, an uncovered head will let you get cold really fast. <laughs> um, a good quality hat that will protect your neck and ears. Um, if you're in really harsh condi- conditions, a balaclava, also known as a ski mask, would be good to um, protect your face from that really cold weather. Uh, gloves, good quality. I like leather gloves with a fur lining myself. Um, you need to protect your hands and fingers. In extreme cold weather, mittens will be keep your hands warmer than gloves will. Um, stay hydrated. Don't consume alcohol. Alcohol will just make things worse, quite frankly. And know your limits. Know the signs of uh, frost, frostbite. Uh, if you recognize the initial signs of frostbite, you can hopefully get out of the cold and, and get some place to warm up before it causes damage to your extremities. Typically, tips of fingers, tips of toes, and ears are the first thing, and nose are some of the first things that uh, suffer damage from frostbite. So, um, anyway, check out what you've got. Make sure you have what you need that's in good condition. There's no damage to it, and it's clean and ready for use. Um, okay, um, let's move on from there. I continue to hold out hope. I, I, I In general, I'm a man who is, is a has a positive attitude towards most things. There are opposition. I refer to them as the socialist, communist, Democrats, Muslims. They've been working for decades at the local level. How do you think they took over St. Louis, Los Angeles, New York, and so forth? They started working on getting their people elected to be on the board of aldermen, the city council, whatever that meant. It's called different things in different jurisdictions. That's what they did. While we were busy with our our lives, our careers, our families, our church, and so forth, neglecting who was running for the city council, board of aldermen, that was a mass mistake, and we're paying the consequences for that now. These cities are paying the consequences. I don't believe there's been a Republican elected to any office in the city of St. Louis for decades. I, I knew a woman who ran in the 1996 um, cycle for the Boulder of Alderman in St. Louis. Uh, she she knew she didn't have much of a chance, but she she ran anyway. I say good for her. But these uh, the communists have decided that they want control, and they, they understood. They they studied our system. They know our system. They figured out how to take control of our system by getting their people elected to the Board of Aldermen and, of course, to Mayor, to State House, State Senate. Missouri is very fortunate in that the, uh, the Socialist, Communist, Democrats, Muslims have a foothold in only basically four metropolitan areas of, of Missouri, the city of St. Louis, Kansas City, Columbia, Missouri, which is a pretty small town, and um, to a certain extent, Springfield, Missouri. 
rest of the state, which is most of the state, we have 100, uh, 113 counties in uh, Missouri. The majority of our counties, with those exceptions, are very conservative. And uh, let's see um, what we got here. We have uh, Lady J in Missouri. Good morning, Lady J. Good morning, John. Uh, this is a little off topic, but it's uh, I have two questions that I'd like to ask. Um, the first is, when will you have Matthew Rice back on your show? And the second one is, the last time you had Matthew Rice on your show, I called in. And just before I called in, there was a caller named John from Summit, Missouri, who stated that he had a giving machine if anyone was interested. And I'm interested, and I wondered if you got his contact information. And if you did, I would like to get that. I don't have any contact information for John, and there's no plans to have Mr. Rife on the show any time in the future. Okay. That's it. Thank you. Okay, thank you for the call. The call number is 512-248-8252. Um, we, uh, using my parents as an example, they uh, did not know who their alderman was. Uh, they bought their dream home. It would have been 1952. And the, if, I'd, if we had stayed there, I would have gone to the same high school my father went to, uh, Soldan High School. Um, that was the plan. A uh, beautiful brick home uh, with uh, four bedrooms, three bathrooms, a third floor ballroom, a full basement, a, a one car garage, a nice lot uh, in what was a nice neighborhood in 1952. I believe Brown versus Board of Education uh, passed in 1956. Uh, that was a sea change nationwide, especially in the cities. And uh, desegregation began. And the middle-class neighborhood my parents bought their home in over a period of the next three years uh, descended into becoming the ghetto, quite frankly. The elementary school that I was attending uh, went from kindergarten to eighth grade. Um, and uh, by the time we left in 1959, um, the room I was in, my classroom, uh, fifth grade, uh, half the students had chairs, half did not have chairs. We sat on the floor. Half the students had books. We shared. We sat on the floor sharing a book, one book between each child. That's how. That's how bad it got. How fast. The uh, school district was overwhelmed. They they set up these portable uh, school uh, classrooms on the on the uh, classroom uh, on the uh, playground. I personally watched a school teacher uh, take a 38 revolver from one of the students on the playground. Fights were becoming more numerous on the playground, and uh, <laughs> one uh, and. There was no racial anim animosity among my, the, the students that I was in class with. We were black and white, uh, and um, 
we we recognized that the that there was threats from the older uh, student older children in the neighborhood in their in their teens. We were only twelve years old, eleven, twelve years old, and we were preparing to defend ourselves from these older, more dangerous students. And uh, myself and several of the black and white students that, that we uh, were, were all friends and buddies, we decided we would form what we called a gang to protect ourselves from these older children that were uh, causing harm. And of course, I proudly told my parents that me and my, my black and white buddies were going to form a gang. The house was on the market the next day. And um, we left that area and moved to a, a suburb of St. Louis University City. Um, a dramatic sea change in uh, culture and uh, and so forth. Uh, but that's that's what happened. I, I got to see this firsthand. And, and uh, there were unscrupulous realtors that were engaged in what was called blockbusting, where they would uh, contact white homeowners and uh, scare the hell out of them about what would happen when the first black family moved into the neighborhood, moved to the block, and encouraged them to put their house on the market at a dramatically reduced price, by the way, considering its real value, which they did. So that black family would move in on that block, and then the other um, white families would become fearful also and put their homes on the market for a reduced price to get get the hell out of Dodge. It was called blockbusting. It's very effective, and these unscrupulous real estate uh, agents and investors made a lot of money at the expense of both black and white, of course. Um, and entire neighborhoods and entire cities were wiped out with this unscrupulous behavior on the part of real estate developers and real estate uh, companies, causing what was called the white flight and the consequences of that continue to this day, where cities have been basically destroyed, such as Detroit, Baltimore, and so forth. We're living these consequences today. All that began 60 years ago, and it continues to this day, what happened to our beautiful cities. And uh, we're going to change that. What, what can we change? We can change, you know, our neighborhoods where we live, our states where we live. It may be time, if you live in California, it may be time to abandon ship. I don't believe California can be saved, quite frankly. Uh, the socialist, communist, Democrats, Muslims have uh, a system in place which is probably filled with election fraud and criminal activity to make sure only their people get elected to statewide office or city government and city governments in a place like San Francisco and Los Angeles. It may be time to get the hell out of Dodge and move someplace safe. You know, like Missouri, for example, or Oklahoma. Uh, we have some great uh, states uh, that are called red states these days. You know, why stay someplace where you know you're going to lose no matter what you do? You're going to lose. Uh, and we have real estate available in my, in my state in Missouri. At my, at my website, you'll find some parcels of real estate. The Log Lodge on Yoakum Road 
featured in Better Homes and Gardens when it was a new house. It's a high-end bed and breakfast available for sale right now. Four bedrooms, four bathrooms, beautiful place. Kept in, in immaculate condition by the owners. If you're traveling to my neighborhood from France or, or Japan or wherever you're coming from for vacation, you expect perfection. And that's what these that's what the customers get when they spend time at the log lodge on Yokum Road. Not a speck of dust anywhere. It's not tolerated by people that are traveling from eight or ten time zones away. Other parcels of real estate you might like also, so you might want to check out the real estate uh, section of my, at, my home, at my website if you're ready to get the hell out of Dodge and leave the bizarre state you live in right now, whatever state that might be, Massachusetts, Connecticut, Florida. No, excuse me, I didn't mean to say Florida. <laughs> uh, Illinois. We have a lot of Illinois transplants in Missouri. They're just tired of socialism. And um, move forward with your life. Move forward. Live someplace where the, the people believe basically the same things that you believe. Well, the state government does not allow the uh, genital mutilation of children, which uh, Missouri is one of those states. You're committing a crime to commit genital mutilation on children. Now, if an adult wants to do that to themselves, God bless them. Have at it. Child cannot consent to drinking whiskey, but that same child could consent to having her genitals cut off. What's wrong with that picture? So, in California, for example, a child cannot consent to drinking whiskey. That consent can't be given, but that same child can consent to the permanent disfigurement, the permanent mutilation of their genitals. How can both of those thoughts exist in the same brain at the same time? I don't know how they can, but they do. With a straight face, the governor of California will tell you that a 15-year-old girl can consent to having her breast cut off, but that same 15-year-old cannot consent to going to a bar and get a drink of whiskey. And it's against the law for that girl to walk into a bar and have a shot of whiskey. The same girl can walk into a clinic and consent to have her breast cut off. Same state, same governor, same... It's, it's beyond comprehension, quite frankly, that these activities are taking place in these states. Time to get the hell out of Dodge. If you live in one of those states, it really is. Life's too short to live someplace like that. Let them keep their state and their bizarre behavior and their bizarre laws. <clears throat> Life is good in Missouri. We have all four real seasons of, of uh, weather. Real winter, real spring, real summer, real fall. Great place to live. Here's our break. We'll be right back.
am so excited to have you as part of the Wild Pastures family, and we look forward to bringing you the pastures meats that you and your family will love. Now, we started Wild Pastures because so many of my clients would tell me they just couldn't find high-quality pastures meats, and even when they did, it was so expensive that they couldn't afford to eat it regularly. Now, I'm not talking about the bottom of the barrel healthy meats that have claims like natural or free-range or even cage-free terms that were actually created by the industrial food industry to make us feel all warm and fuzzy about buying their low-quality products. I'm talking about truly nourishing pasture-raised meats, the kind that you'll never really find in a grocery store. Our farmers are doing things beyond organic. Our beef is 100% grass-fed and grass-finished and raised on pastures free from chemicals and other pesticides. Our chickens are 100% pasture-raised, where they get their natural diet of grass and forage and insects. We will never settle for free range, which is actually one of the most deceptive terms the chicken industry. In fact, less than 0.1% of the chicken consumed in the United States is truly pasture-raised in the way that ours is. And our pork is 100% pasture-raised as well. So if you care about where your food comes from, then you have definitely made it to the right place. As a Wild Pastures member, you'll be supporting the most highly principled farmers in America and getting the most nutrient-dense, nourishing, and sustainable meats in the world. I'm confident you'll love being part of our mission at Wild Pastures, and you will really love the delicious, nourishing meats that we're going to deliver straight to your door. Visit republicbroadcasting.org and click the Wild Pastures banner ad. Secure a shipment today. Beef, poultry, and pork raised the way nature intended. Are you sick of censorship? TLB Talk is the cure. TLB stands for truth, liberty, and balance. We are the newest and most unique social media platform to hit the internet. We were built out of necessity because Big Tech, Big Pharma, and Big Brother are out of control. The only thing bigger than them is when we the people are united. With that vision, TLB Talk was born. Our battlefield is in cyberspace. The battle we're in can be won by clicks of buttons and voting with your wallet. TLB Talk has no hidden agendas, no corporate funding, and we do not sell, trade, or give away any of your information. Our platform runs off of generous donations of members and merchandise profits. So please, check out our site. It's the best around. And be sure to stop by our store. It's loaded with items that'll have you feeling a sense of member pride and victory. Come unite with us today at TLBTalk.com and join the social media revolution. There's a point, 7,000 RPM, where everything fades. The machine becomes weightless, just disappears. And all that's left is a body moving through space and time. 7,000 RPM, that's where you need it. You feel it coming, creeps up on you close in your ear. Ask you a question. The only question that matters. Who are you? 
All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. My website is thelibertyman.com. Check it out. A uh, new photograph of myself as a 20-year-old in Vietnam holding my Thompson submachine gun right there at the top of my homepage at thelibertyman.com. Um, getting back to uh, this mass murder in Maine, um, it appears Mr. Carr went through the typical protocols we have now of our people who have mental issues. Uh, a person with a mental issue is taken to a um, hospital where they're evaluated by psychological professionals. They determine to their own satisfaction what the issue or issues is with that individual. And they come up with a prescription, a psychotropic drug prescription for that individual to make them what they consider stable and safe. And um, at the end of a week or two, they uh, wish them well, send them out the door with their psychotropic drug prescription, and that's it. The belief being, of course, two things. First of all, that the person will take the psychotropic prescription drug as they're supposed to be taking it. The second being that the drug will actually work in the way it's supposed to work. In this case, both have proven to be true. On a, uh, and, and, you know, untrue. Both have proven to be untrue. We, know, we do not know, we may never know the details what psychotropic drug or drugs he was uh, supposed to take. We may never know if he took them as he was supposed to. We may, we ne- we may never know if they worked the way they were supposed to. Obviously, something didn't work. If this was 1965 instead of 2023, he would still be locked up where he couldn't hurt anybody or himself. That's the way it was back then. It's obviously not now. Nationwide homeless problem created overnight when these protocols were put in place. There was no nationwide homeless problem simply didn't exist. The segue, uh, going back to my hometown, St. Louis, um, um, St. Louisans uh, who are eligible can now sign up to get a guaranteed monthly income. Isn't that special? What the, what the promoters say is that oh, this will help people have a, a, a lifeboat to make sure the minimal needs are taken care of while they seek employment to better themselves. Reality is different, however. What happens is the minimum monthly income becomes the maximum monthly income. That's what happens. People learn to adjust adjust their lifestyle to um, be covered by the check, whatever that check is, per month. That's what really happens. Now, some of the more uh, creative individuals getting these checks, more uh, uh, they may engage in in getting work that uh, to supplement that that income, that guaranteed monthly income. Most won't. I've known a number of people who collect disability that are capable of working 40 hours a week doing something. 
But that that month that monthly check, that disability check, and this is probably a really good analogy, the analogy of the disability check compared to the uh, guaranteed uh, minimum minimum check being paid up by whatever entity it is. They're not going to do anything that would jeopardize that disability check. They simply won't do it. And I've met a number of men and women over the years who collect that disability. It may be for a psychological disability. It may be for a physical injury. They're not, they simply will not jeopardize that monthly check. It's not going to happen. Now, getting employment, if that jeopardizes to getting the disability check, they're not going to get employment. Now, they may work odd jobs for cash here and there. I had a, a young couple, a man and wife, they did some work for me. Uh, this has been six or eight years ago. Um, locally here. And uh, they had to be careful that to be paid cash to make sure that uh, there was no record that they were performing any kind of work to jeopardize that monthly check. Here's our bottom of the hour break. We'll be right back. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Real news, real talk, real people. Because you can handle the truth. Home is where the hearth is. In days gone by, the hearth was the center of the home. A social place where the family would come together to spend time and cook. The warmth of the Liberator rocket stove makes a house feel like a home. So, welcome home. 100% American-made, the Liberator rocket stove heats for a fraction of the cost of other methods. Your home can be safely heated with firewood or wood pellets. The Liberator rocket heater is waiting to be part of your home. This unit ships directly to your door, or you can save $300 with a factory pickup. To order, go to my website, thelibertyman.com. That's thelibertyman.com. Here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we have been building our online store. Well, we have been focusing on bringing you the best talk show host in the country, here at Republic Broadcasting Network, we also want our listeners to have products they can use every day and in times of emergency. We have added new products each week to our store. Your support of this network, plus products at the best prices, is a win-win situation. Check out our new store. Go to our website, republicbroadcasting.org, and click on the online store located at the top of our website. Together, we can continue to grow RBN and help our listeners prepare for the future. Go to republicbroadcasting.org and click on our online store or call us. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 800-724-2719, extension 3. 
My name is John, I'm the founder of Blackout Coffee, and I started uh, Blackout because I really love coffee. I've always loved coffee, and after traveling so much to Europe, South America, and trying so many different coffees that were so good, and uh, every time I came back uh, to the U.S., I was so disappointed with the coffee, so I figured that I had to do something about it. The biggest difference is really is on the beans and the roasting process, how we roast it and how fresh it is. The fresher the roast, the better the quality. Here I have like all, all of the coffee, it's roasted within one to two days prior to being shipped. So it literally gets to consumer's house within three to five days after being roasted. If you like coffee, you have to try ours. It's fresh roasted, it's one of the best beans that we can get, and you will definitely see the difference. Visit blackoutcoffee.com and use the coupon code REPUB10. That's REPUB10. is thelibertyman.com. That's thelibertyman.com. A lot there. Uh, we add to my website uh, several times a week. Uh, if you're interested in the COVID vaccination, the, co- the make-believe pandemic concerning the COVID flu, uh, you'll find more than 200 articles on my website in that regard. And, um, well, it's, uh, you know... Um, and um, including the uh, list of side effects of the Pfizer clot shot COVID vaccination, a judge forced Pfizer to release nine pages single space. It's a really scary list. I'm not a healthcare professional on one hand, but uh, I, quite frankly, there's things there I've never heard of before. And so uh, check that out, out at thelibertyman.com. We've got a caller and holder. It looks like uh, John from Lee Summit. Go ahead, John. Yes, sir. Pardon the background noise. I'm eliminating it now, but uh, I just wanted to give my email address and get your email address, which I dropped the ball on um, sharing the giving machine, which is um, endless electricity for free. I've also figured out a way to make a, a heater for the homeless, which burns wood, and it and it and it produces um, its own airflow and, and pushes the airflow based off of the uh, the heat coming out of the stack. And it, and, it, and it's just made for the homeless. So it's just a design for them to help them have heat when they're out there in the cold. But, but I just want to share the giving machine with you. And my email address is S as in Sam, T as in Tom, U as in Ugly, N as in Nancy, T as in Tom, R as in Red, Z as in Zebra. That's stuntrz at hotmail.com. And if I could get your email, sir, I will send it to you. My email's at my at my website, sir, for anybody that wants it. Okay, thelibertyman.com. Thank you very much. And we okay. have a plethora of very good information, and uh, I just uh, 
implore you to keep going. And I do disagree with that gentleman this morning. This country was a blessed nation because it was the first country that chose to worship God. And like you said, our founders have, have said many things about um, the Word of God, and we need to stay focused on that and not uh, play the devil's advocate. I appreciate you, sir. Okay, John, thank you for the call. We appreciate it. The call number is 512-248-8252. My job as an intelligence analyst in Vietnam was to, among others, I had a lot of jobs, but one of them was to study the history of the country, going back uh, well more than a century, including a detailed study of Ho Chi Minh, uh, Ho Chi Minh spent much of his adult life in uh, in Paris. He was a communist on one hand. On the other, he greatly admired the uh, United States. He was our ally during World War II to fight the uh, Japanese uh, invasion of uh, Southeast Asia, including Vietnam. And he wrote a a declaration modeled after our Declaration of Independence. It's not, it's not an exact uh, duplicate, but it, it's very closely modeled after the Declaration of Independence. And he really thought, you know, he worked with the Americans every day for four years, five years, whatever it was, in World War II to fight the Japanese. And so he was, he was an ally the United States during that period of time fighting the Japanese World War II. His belief was that he would continue to be an ally of the United States when the Japanese were expelled and would help uh, Vietnam to become an independent country. That's what he believed. He was wrong. We turned at the, when the Japanese surrendered in, in August of 1945, our support of Ho Chi Minh ended and we began supporting uh, the French against Ho Chi Minh. That's what happened. That's what really happened. We're caller and hold here. We got uh, Kevin in Georgia. Morning, Kevin. Oh, good morning, John. Uh, I had a thought about all these aircraft carriers. They're a show of force and quite a lot of force, actually. But these hypersonic missiles. Could it be that the communists are, are, are having our, our, our warships go over there to be sunk and therefore cripple the United States even further? That's certainly a possibility. They've got torpedoes that can go more than 100 miles an hour, missiles that can go five times the speed of sound. We don't have defenses against either one that I'm aware of. And another thing is uh, Iron Dome or whatever you have it, uh, if we get this... If, if countries use this swarm type uh, uh, thing towards the enemy, I mean, it can just overwhelm if they get right. enough. So, well, our well, Iron Dome is meant to defend a, up to a certain number of incoming missiles. Once you exceed that, they they, they can't handle it. Well, this nation was founded on God, and, and it's only by God's grace that we're still here. And and if we're going to keep going, it's it's his goodwill. So instead of relying on our machinery, we need to rely more on, on his grace and his protection. So um, God bless America. All right. Thanks for the call, Kevin. Um, the 
purpose of the First Amendment was to prohibit this brand new federal government from interfering with the state religions that most of the 13 colonies had that were becoming states. Uh, let's take um, Rhode Island, for example. The state religion of Rhode Island was Baptist. If you wanted to hold a public office in, in, in Rhode Island, in the colony of Rhode Island, or, or later in the state, not when it changed, you had to be a Baptist. That, that's the way it was. And if you didn't like it, you could leave. That's the way it was. And the First Amendment was to protect the rights of these colonies, which were becoming states, to protect their right to have state religions, to make sure there was not going to be a federal imposition of a religion that would take away this right. That's been lost on most Americans most of the time, that we did, in fact, have state religions back there in 1776. But that's the way it was. And there, there probably were challenges to it. Now, Maryland, land of Mary, what, what religion do you think that might have been? You think it might might just have been Catholic? The land of Mary, Maryland? Of course it was. That's the way it was. And if you didn't like it, you could leave. If you didn't like it, don't go there in the first place. I'm okay with that. If, if, if Maryland's run by Catholics and I don't like it, I simply don't live there. You know that up front. No secret. One of the things that communist countries have to do is build a fence to keep people in, not keep people out. I've mentioned this before, but we hear about South Africa and how horrible apartheid was. And no doubt there were many bad things about apartheid on one hand. On the other, you know, Africa is a massive continent with many countries, whether 25, 30 countries, or a bunch. The apartheid government had a fence to keep black people out, not to keep black people in. Why is that, John? Well, here's why. South Africa was the best place for black people on the, on the continent that I'm aware of in that period of time, back in the 40s, 50s, 60s, and into the 70s. If they didn't have a fence to keep black people out, they would have been overwhelmed with black people seeking financial freedom, financial betterment of themselves. That's why South Africa had a fence to keep black people out. And, and keeping black people in the country was not an issue. They could leave if they wanted to. No sweat, G.I., just go ahead and pack your bags and go. Good riddance. Black people were not seeking to leave South Africa. They stayed because that was the best place for their financial future. It was in South Africa, not in these other godforsaken places with no electricity and no, no paved roads in much of the rest of Africa. That doesn't talk about publicly, is it? No. I went to a presentation by a black mayor, Mayor Linda, from a uh, township, a black township in South Africa. Apartheid was still in place, by the way. This would have been, oh, about 1985 or so, 1986, along in there. And his message to Americans was, please help us. Please help us to stop 
the communists from taking over our country. Because that's what happened, of course. The communists took over South Africa. What was a very prosperous, the most prosperous country in South Africa, has descended into what it's become now. Certainly far from the most prosperous country in South Africa. We're calling Holder. We got uh, Chris in Virginia. Good morning, Chris. Yeah, hey, John. You hear me? Go ahead. Go yes, ahead. Sir, uh, hey, I just noticed the lack of any news about the strikes last night that we did on Iranian assets in Syria. Well, at, at, uh, at the look, at, well, let me help you out here. Uh, I get my news from the Liberty Daily, and uh, there is a red letter headline uh, dis- describing that attack. So, called the Liberty it says, Daily. Here, the Liberty Daily. Here, here's the headline in bright red letters: World War Three upright update. U.S. reportedly airstrikes target Iran-linked sites in Syria, supposedly in retaliation for recent drone attacks. So, there you go. Okay, I, I guess my point is. I think it's being avoided because we're going to get a response from that. I think that's that. I, I think the reason why we did that was to, they, they want to start World War Three so bad that there's. I think that's a stick in Iran's eye. And it's, well, I'll ask you your question, Chris. When did World War Two begin? Well, I know I know what your point is. Being over time. A series of events, not just one particular event or one particular day or minute. Right. Right. That's what you're saying, right? Well, most Americans say December 7th, 1941. World War II had been going for six years before that. Right. Right, right. I agree with you completely. So you're saying it's just a big mess and it's going to be a big mess. Well, um, what I'm saying is very likely World War III is already being fought. We just simply don't know it or recognize it as such. Oh, Okay. Yeah, I mean, I'm just like, I guess I'm just frustrated with, I, I just, I hate my own country now. I hate everybody I run into. I just have, try to go to work today and have like four or five different encounters with just the people. It's like, there's still people that are good in this country, but I'm sorry to say it, but there's just a lot of people that just suck. And we gotta, we gotta put up with them, not to mention the eight million illegals. I just saw this chilling video of a guy up in Chicago riding around in his car, taking video of this church that's full of Africans that can't speak any English at all whatsoever. And, you know, you got little you got little pockets of this and these, these people everywhere. And we know what's going to happen. They're just going to hand them rifles like South Africa. And whoever can speak their language is going to be like, yeah, just go rape and kill. Do whatever you want. Just make sure you kill as many people as possible. And they're going to go, yes, sir. And this, this, this church is like right next to the neighborhood. It's just... I'm just, I'm just so flabbergasted how people are just sleepwalking right into all this. And just everyone, no one cares as long as they get to catch their next episode of Yellowstone. Okay. Anything else, Chris? No, sir. Thank you. Okay. Bye. Thanks for the call. The call number is 512-248-8252. About 13 minutes or so, 14 minutes, we'll get... Um, Marie Lasser on here. The, the uh, uh, Marie is a scientist. She's an author of three books, uh, books that deal with uh, plants and herbs that will help you uh, with nutrition and health both. 
She's elected coroner of uh, Texas County, largest county in the state of Missouri. A great lady, very knowledgeable, and I'm, I'm so happy that she's agreed to uh, be our guest here at Republic Broadcasting. If you like what you hear, we're not quite self-sufficient yet. We're working at it, getting new advertisers and so forth. But we certainly use donations at uh, republicbroadcasting.org. And um, we may have a... Uh, a special fundraiser building next week. I'm working with uh, uh, Mike at Republic Broadcasting to get that set up. We won't talk about it until it's set up. But um, going back to the uh, Liberty Daily, a new headline just popped up in the last few minutes. Here it is. Um, there's a photo of Mr. Card holding up a fish and smiling. And uh, it says, new CI mild control tactic, mind control tactic, question mark, main mass murderer started hearing voices a year ago after getting hearing aid. Now, that's been reported other places. It comes from kind of really expensive, uh, uh, high-tech hearing aid this guy got. He uh, reported to his relatives that he was hearing voices after getting the hearing aid. Um, well, if I heard voices after getting a hearing aid, I think I would remove the hearing aid. <laughs> that's what I would do. Um, but that's just me. Um, yeah, and... Uh, my wife believes that he's committed murder. Excuse um, me, committed suicide. Uh, very likely, he has. Um, we'll see. The manhunt manhunt up there in, in uh, Maine is intensive, to say the least. Very intensive. Speculation: He may have tried to escape on by boat. The one car he was using was abandoned near uh, some boat docks. It's speculation about whether he escaped on boat or escaped on another car he had waiting for him. Um, We'll see. Um, it's a massive tragedy, and of course, all the anti-gun people, the president, the vice president, various senators, are already making their anti-gun speeches, saying you don't need an AR-15 to hunt deer. Uh, silly things like that. The Second Amendment is not about deer hunting or hunting uh, anything. The Second Amendment is about the people having the force of arms to protect themselves against tyranny. That's what it is. Uh, what was it, a few months ago, President Biden said, unless you got F-15s, you can't protect yourself from tyranny. Well, tell that to the barefoot, illiterate peasants in Afghanistan who used uh, 100-year-old bolt-action rifles to defeat the United States and cause us to leave. Here's our break. We'll be right back. some interesting news. Due to all the recent claims about possible nuclear wars, viruses, solar flares, and civil unrest, people are scrambling to prepare and stockpile food. But the one thing out of reach for many is an underground bunker. Until now. Because you can now have a 3D printed underground bunker in just one day. An excavator digs a hole in your backyard and 3dbunkers.com shows up in a small truck and sets up their 3D printer under a tent completely undetected. 
they can print as many rooms as you want at a fraction of the cost compared to traditional metal bunkers. 3D Bunkers uses polymer concrete, which is five times stronger than regular cement. YouTube 3DBunkers.com and watch the video. The creators of 3D Bunkers is looking for a business partner that can help bring this technology to the world. And we need to protect our way of life without living in fear. Contact Brad at 3DBunkers.com for more details or visit 3DBunkers.com. This is Elizabeth McCabe, a.k.a. Lucky One of Truth Frequency News. I wanted to tell you all about Extendivite from HeartDrop.com. Y'all know I check everything before I air it. When I heard about Extendivite on TFR, I went to HeartDrop.com and started my research. It's got cayenne. That's good for blood and circulation. It stimulates the blood flow. It's got garlic, which fights bacteria like antibiotics, and it lowers the cholesterol and blood pressure. It also has milk thistle, which is the best detox for liver. I couldn't wait to try it out, and I'm glad I did four months ago. And here's the obvious results. My hands and feet don't get cold anymore. The varicose veins have faded too. My wrists don't hurt after typing all day. Now I tell you all this because it's true and I want you to really live life. Try Extendivite. Go to heartdrop.com and order it. Extendivite is only $69.95 for a two-month supply of either capsules or liquid. Call now. That's 1-877-928-8822 or visit heartdrop.com. Extend your life with Extendivite. Tahibo Tea Club's original Pure Pouty Arco Super Tea comes from the only tree in the world that fungus does not grow on. As a result, it naturally has antifungal, anti-infection, antiviral, antibacterial, anti-inflammation, and anti-parasite properties. So the tea is great for healthy people because it helps build the immune system, and it can truly be miraculous for someone fighting a potentially life-threatening disease due to an infection, diabetes, or cancer. The tea is also organic and naturally caffeine-free. A one-pound package of tea is $49.95, which includes shipping. To order, please visit drinksupertea.com. The first word is drink, spelled D-R-I-N-K, then the word super, then the word tea. The complete website is drinksupertea.com. Or call us at 818-965-9113, Monday through Saturday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. California time. That's 818-965-9113. DrinkSuperTea.com Company will fix Bayonet! Fix! Bayonet! All right, we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Here's a new headline here at the Liberty Daily. Uh, someone climbed the fence at uh, Robert Kennedy Jr.'s home. Um, don't have any more information on that. Hopefully, um, the uh, well, the, the intruder was arrested um, and uh, came back a second time and arrested a second time. <laughs> Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. needs Secret Service protection. Uh, even if he was not the son of uh, Robert Kennedy, who was assassinated while running for president in 1968, even if he wasn't the nephew of John Kennedy, who was assassinated in November 1963, he needs Secret Service protection. It's being denied by the Biden uh, regime. No reason given. They're just denying it. Uh, Robert Kennedy Jr., uh, great guy. I I do not agree with everything he stands for. Um, His exposure of the vaccine industry is 
something that I would love to see President Trump emulate. Robert Kennedy Jr. was part of the Trump administration uh, for just a few weeks, four weeks, eight weeks. It wasn't very long. And his job was to expose the uh, vaccine industry with the uh, Trump administration. Uh, there's some hope, and I, I would like to see uh, Robert Kennedy Jr. become a running mate of President Trump. Uh, the things that he, the harmful things that Robert Kennedy supports would be, uh, have no success in a, against a uh, conservative Congress. His anti gun stance, his climate uh, change stance, his uh, reparations. That's the three main things I'm aware of. But um, I think it'd be a winning ticket, quite frankly. Uh, they know each other. Of course, they know each other. Uh, I don't know what their relationship is at the moment, but of course, they know each other. He is part of the Trump administration. He has that gravelly, raspy voice, which is very distinctive. And uh, he's physically fit. Uh, he's very bright, obviously. Um, he's, a, he's an attorney. So we'll see what happens there. But um, he's he's at risk. He has security, which is, I don't know how much it costs, but he has security. Very expensive, I'm sure, to have done right. And then he needs Secret Service protection, no doubt about it. Oh, I read where um, Mr. Elder has dropped out of the uh, presidential campaign and giving his support uh, to President Trump. Larry Elder, another great guy. Some of these guys, uh, uh, I, I don't know why they even began running like uh, Vivek Ramaswamy. He's not qualified to be president of the United States. Why is somebody talking about that? He's not a natural-born citizen. Yes, he's an American citizen. But that's two different things. Being a, You can be an American citizen, which Vivek is, and not be a natural-born citizen, which he's not. Here's our top of the hour break. We'll be back. People who feel like there is a dark cloud hanging over their heads whenever they're using pharmaceutical drugs. For some, the short-term relief can turn into an opioid addiction nightmare. Have you ever wondered why CBD oil is a billion-dollar industry? It's because it works better than opioids and is actually healthy for you. 
However, CBD oil is stripped of all other helpful compounds found in the hemp plant. According to neuroscientists, the whole hemp plant, otherwise known as hemp paste, is even more effective than the chemically processed CBD oil. Are you ready to take back your health? You can try hemp paste for the price of a cup of coffee. Hemppaste.com slash RBN. Free shipping on orders over $50. See the banners for Hemp Paste at republicbroadcasting.org and visit hemppaste.com slash RBN. You can't handle the truth. You're listening to Republic Broadcasting Network. Visit republicbroadcasting.org today because you can handle the truth.